The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. show with ron russell bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment we got a great show for you guys today i'm super excited like i think our guests are going to be fabulous but before we get to any of that let's say hello to my cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron russell who's looking gorgeous <laughs> right hey everybody how are i'm a little bummed and i'm going to start off really quick i was called a racist me <laughs> of all people a racist by an asian woman because I simply asked her, are you Japanese or Chinese? And she called me a racist. Are we going crazy today or what? People ask me if I'm Jewish, Italian, Greek, French, and I tell gay. them, gay. <laughs> I mean, I've had people say to me, well, you're gay, aren't you? So what, what is wrong with today? I think it's these woke people, they're crazy people. They're trying to change everything. It's not a racist thing to ask a person about the ethnicity. I was interested because I have friend of mine who's Chinese, and I thought maybe what conversation could come about from it. So I'm a little bummed out about that. And I think this woman was very rude and terrible to accuse me of being a racist. She was the racist because she was against me or whatever, not her gays. Maybe she was a homophobe. I don't know. But anyway, um, I find it very offensive that she was offended. Because I mean nothing by it. That's not a. I didn't say that Japanese or Chinese were bad people. That's offensive. I simply said, "Oh, are you Japanese or Chinese?" Because she's Asian. What's the big deal? All she had to tell me was what she was, and not call me a racist and make a big point about it to upset me. But I'm not going to let her upset me because we have a lovely show today. Yes, we With do. Nice people on, and I'm going to be. Back to my normal self in a few minutes. Uh, Cindy says people are just nuts. So what's we got Cindy Ladylike in the chat room. Dawn is in the chat room. What watch do you have on today? Oh, I have um, on my health watch. Black because I'm wearing my a shirt with a lot of black in it. With parrots. Parrots. The parrot shirt. Parrots. The parrots. He's the parrot shirt. I'm polo. Uh, she's Dawn wrote dude the hair, which uh oh yeah. So I got a haircut the other day, you guys, just because I can't stand it when it's long on the sides. I didn't do anything to it. So. <laughs> Remember years ago the dolls you put in your car, they were called Nibish the Nebish dolls. I don't know if any of you remember Nebish dolls, but they had hair like Jimmy, nothing, and then a crop on top. Unlike, we call them Cupid dolls, I think. No, Nebish. They were called Nebish. And you hung them from the mirror of your car by their long green green or pink hair. They were called Nebish dolls. That's funny. But, yeah, anyway, I got a haircut, and in a way, it's uh, I love the haircut, but in the way you can tell, I gained five pounds because you can tell it. You see it in my face. So I'm And gonna, I'm letting I'm my hair grow it. long again because – 
I, I cut it short for the movie I'm in, but because of the writer's strike, we may be on strike for six months to a year, which means no work for anybody. And I don't understand how people are gonna survive because writers have mortgages and writers need to pay their car payments and eat. And it's not put, just the writers. Put their, no, I'm just put, I'm saying to the writers to agree quickly and not be so standoff. Listen, a strike only hurts the person that's striking. It doesn't hurt anybody else. It hurts the actor, the director, the producer, the crew. So many makeup people, artists, so many people, people everybody are put out of work. work. You're putting tremendous, tremendous amounts of people out of work. So I would suggest to all the writers, compromise. Don't be so demanding. I understand what you're saying. The point that I Actually, want I, is if you write a movie and the movie goes all over and you don't get any money for it, yes, that they should do. The union should definitely see to it that you are paid residuals for your writing. They don't get any streaming. No. And now the other new thing is, which I didn't understand, is AI, you guys, artificial intelligence. So mm -hmm. basically what they're trying to do is let AI write all the scripts for everything and eliminate writers mm -hmm. totally and, and not have writers anymore. But um, I don't know how they're striking for that. So I don't know. But this is a very serious strike. It could go a year. If it goes a year, you could forget Hollywood. Hollywood's finished. It will go into – it's in bankruptcy already. I mean, very few production companies are surviving. Uh, everyone's filming now in uh, uh, New Mexico, Georgia. Uh, they can't film either, though. Nobody no, but they film. can't film. But I'm saying where the film work is strong is in those states. Atlanta. Hollywood is losing its grip on being the capital now of film. Absolutely. Europe's taken over. Yeah, Europe is the capital of film now in so many countries. So Hollywood is really on a downslide. And I think this this writer's strike is going to destroy it. I think Hollywood is just going to be people They're are saying moving. This SAG is going to strike, and the director's guild is going to strike. Yeah, on it's June just 1st. crazy. And so many people are moving out of Hollywood, out of California. We have such a, 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 a they're all running like crazy. Everybody I talk to, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. I'm moving out. I'm going with his work. So I don't know what's going to happen to L.A. It's just going to be a ghost town of of who, I don't know who. Anyway, anyway, let's get cheerful about it, and not be unhappy. So that's what I'm saying. So that we got this movie I'm in is never going to happen. COVID came, then our star couldn't make it because he was making another movie. We finally got our star, and now the writers strike. So the movie's called Death House, and I think it's my death because I may drop dead before a minute. It'll happen, or it might be, it might happen thirty years from now, and I'll be. So you guys, we have two great guests today. Uh, our yeah. first guest, I spoke with her last night. Her name is Irene Michaels. She's a singer, but actually she's like Ron. She's been in the entertainment industry forever. Yeah, but she, she looks like 30. The uh, woman's beautiful. My God. She's an where actress, you, an author, you see and a singer, her? and a dancer. And, How old is she? Um, I'm not sure exactly, but she, 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 it's on her website, but I forgot. But we'll ask her. We'll ask, I know she's about 10 years younger than I am. But boy, oh boy, does she look sensational. Then we also have um, Steve Basic coming on the show, you guys, actor, producer, director from like all kinds of fabulous things. We had him on last year. He's a very good friend of mine. And uh, so we're really looking forward to having him on. And um, uh, we're going to do a quick commercial break and just let everybody know you can go to SoundCloud. You can hear us, you guys, on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public. Tune in, Pandora, and Amazon Prime. 
Um, we want to wish on air Marcel Walsh a happy birthday. It's not happy till this weekend, but we're going to a party birthday. for Marcel Walsh, the director of Blind and Pretty Boy. We're going um, to his birthday party? That's the party we're going to that we have to dress up. Oh. It's a birthday party. You never told me that. I didn't. I just found out. <laughs> I looked at the invitation. It said it's a birthday. So I sent him a message saying, whose birthday is it? He said, mine. Um, I, I, I love Marcel so much. He's one of my dearest, closest friends. Uh, Marcel Waltz, by the way, is the director of that fabulous movie I keep bragging about, Blind, and now the sequel to Pretty Blind, Boy. Pretty Boy, and another movie That's he has out about Hollywood and all the crap that goes on behind the scenes in Hollywood called That's a Wrap. So, folks, those are films I recommend you see. They're not junky films by They're any Very, means. very good films. They're, they're excellent films with good stories and uh very, very entertaining. And of course, they have Sarah French in it. And there's nothing wrong with looking at Sarah French for an hour or two. She's so beautiful. She's fabulous. We like love her. So what we're going to do is take a quick music break, you guys. Um, we're going to play Cat of Nine Tales. So this is a band that that basically like was on our show when we lived in Pennsylvania. I don't even know what happened to them. Um, Ron doesn't really like their music, but it's very cool, different kinds of music, and they've kind of disappeared why, off the why planet. Why are you speaking for me? Um, because you told me you didn't like it that much. <laughs> well, did you have to make it public? <laughs> now you're going to offend them. No, they're not around anymore. I can't even find them online anywhere. Well, they've disappeared. Then you see I they weren't good. They've disappeared. <laughs> no, they're very fun guys, and believe it or not, like some of the shows that they were on were some of our biggest shows. What, um, they were com comedians? No, they're singers. Hip-hop, like they sing rap, but they're like a white rap guy who was an attorney who quit being an attorney to be a, a singer. And we met him through some really famous people, and he's very cool. And this well, is I one of their songs. found out that show business doesn't pay. We got like six. And being an attorney pays more. Like 15 years ago or 10 years ago, we got like six million plays on the show that we had with him. So he's one of our biggest shows. But they were famous? And uh, uh, they, No, they just hung out with famous people, but they weren't really famous. Anyway, the name of the band is Cat and Nine Tales. The song is Tiger in a Tropical Storm. I, I came across this somehow in a in a memory on Facebook, and that's what made me get this song. I have always loved these guys. They're a lot of fun. So enjoy it, and we'll be back with Irene Michaels. Yay! <laughs> Like a firefly 
But I'm flying without the F if I don't say I gave it all till I got nothing left. But I digress We are dressed in the mezzanine A pretty hate she meets a love supreme And somewhere in between these hopes and dreams These hearts they came apart torn at the seams To be the king and queen of impossible things And now she's going to win They call her Scarlet O'Hara She running like a mascara I feel like cliche Gumbara A parachute that never opened It's the end of an era She's scared into my labyrinth of sins Turn back Sarah This affair has got a price And I can never understand That she was stuck with Peter Pan While my cement were making plans Cheats. The pain of seeing too clearly in the loss of you is a small price to pay for the absolute truth. Women were built to suffer. That's why they need constant declarations of love. Marriage isn't something we do now and then, except in America. tells you guys that's a tiger in a tropical storm um like i said they were on the show many years ago and and uh, see but i don't know why jimmy spoke for me and said i didn't like the music i like that music it's not bad i like that song they were friends with uh chad Lindbergh from the fast and furious and a bunch of Did other you ever have a partner that makes up your mind for you <laughs> do you have a husband or a wife I, mean, I know women do that like i've been to dinner with some straight people husband and wife and the man sits down and the man starts to say, I'll have a steak. And the wife says, oh, no, he won't. He's going to have potatoes and, and pork because pork <laughs> yeah. is better for his heart. Steak is not good for his heart. But, honey, I wanted steak. No, you don't want steak. You think you want steak, but you really don't want steak. You want pork chops. Waiter, bring pork chops. Anyway, we're going to bring on our first guest. So That's what he let's does. go ahead, Juan. Let's bring her in. Let's make sure we can hear her. And then I'll I do order, an intro. I, I order in a restaurant. And he says, are you sure that's what you want? No, I'm in a coma. I'm making believe that's what I want. Look at how beautiful you are. Look at you. Oh, my God, you're so gorgeous. Wait, wait, say something. Let's make Look sure we can her. hear you. She's a Hello, pretty. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right, everybody. Now I'll do my formal introduction. All right, everybody. 
Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy wow. Star Show entrepreneur, philanthropist, actress, author, singer, dancer, model, beauty and lifestyle expert, and equestrian. And there's probably a lot of other things that could go with it. Irene Michaels, hello and welcome to the show. Yay. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, so let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, I know your age because it's in your bio. I won't say it. I'll let you do it if you want. But I am uh, on a campaign always against ageism. because I'll be 83 next week. And at 83 years old, people say I'm not allowed to do certain things. Like when I go somewhere, Ron, would you like a seat? Or... Ron, don't walk so fast. Or, Ron, don't eat that. It's not good for you. They treat me like I'm about to die at any moment, <laughs> which I resent tremendously because I'm still the same person now that I was at 21. And I'm sure you feel and agree with me because you're very beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, really? today, I on, one minute, today on Facebook, I wrote about um, Martha Stewart. It was a big thing about pictures of Martha being on the cover of some sexy magazine. Sports Illustrated. Sports. And I put pictures of Jane Russell and I up because we were very together for a very long time, nine years. And I said Jane was beautiful in the morning. She woke up looking gorgeous. You know why? She had all her makeup tattooed. Her eyebrows were tattooed. <laughs> her eyeliner and her lipstick. Uh -huh. so so hang on, hang on. So Irene, we have a chat room. People yeah, are you, starting to fill up. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everyone. There you go. Um, and you guys can follow Irene uh, Michaels on her Instagram. It's Irene Michaels Music and then Irene Michaels. Um, she's got two different Instagrams um, because she does so many different things. And I want to bring up the first thing I want to bring up beside, before we start talking about your brand new single um, is the she fact. Sings too? Yes. Uh, is the fact dance music, club music, you'll love it. Oh, wow. um, so the yeah. first thing uh, I want to bring up there was the fact that um, so I'm a horror movie fan. That's horror, not horror. I'm a horror movie fan, and we're friends with Grant Kramer. He's been on the show. Uh, I've I've friendly with the Chiodo brothers. Um, Ron is friends with Grant Kramer's mom, who's uh, what's her name? The blonde Terry Moore. Terry Moore. I and, love uh, Terry. And you were in Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is like a cult. My it, favorite it's a, movie. Such a cult movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> my favorite one. I thought it was the most outrageous with the balloons, and I love that movie. So, how did you get involved in Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Well, I was approached. I was living in Los Angeles at the time, and I was approached for an audition, and I went on it, and it was fairly easy, actually. So, it was just great fun to be in it. It's really fun. Great Kramer. Grant Kramer. Wait Kramer, a minute, Ron. Grant Kramer. Grant Kramer. It was a long time ago. It's yeah. a long time ago, but it still holds up, and it's such a cult film. I'm a huge horror movie fan. Oh, it's man, a fun man. film. So it still holds it's, up. We watch it every year in Halloween just for is, fun. It is. Oh, a fun, okay. what, part, what part did you play? <laughs> I might have to come dressed in my costume uh, next Halloween and knock on your door <laughs> as a killer clown. Oh, you were one of the clowns. No, she wasn't one of the clowns. No. Were you one of the clowns? I was a social clown. <laughs> Just easy. <laughs> I like love it. So besides Killer Clowns from Outer Space, um, I wrote this down. So you, you were on General Hospital for 97 episodes. And so I used to like leave college, leave it so I could watch General Hospital in the daytime. And and, and so just, uh, just for a – 
a, a reference for you. These are the general hospital people who are friends of ours who've been on the show. Sean Kanan. Best friend. Tristan Rogers. Best friend. Ian Buchanan. Carolyn Hennessy. John Good Lindstrom. Friend. Charles Shaughnessy. Jacob Young. Stephen Martinez. <laughs> Adrian Barbeau. Lee McCloskey. Donna Mills. And Judith Chapman have all been on our show. And most, more than half of them live within a mile of, of us. We see right. them all the time. We see them all the time. Sure. I want to tell you, you know who you look like? Jesse Lang. Jessica Lang. I, I've been told that. Sure, you have because you smile like you look just, and I think she's gorgeous. One of my one of my favorite, excuse me, favorite actresses. I'd love to work with Jessica Lange. So, so you do so many fabulous things. I want to promote your website, which is ionthescene.com. Tell us a little bit about what ionthescene.com is instead of me telling them. Let's say you tell them. Well, it's a lifestyle magazine. Well, it's not a magazine; it's a website. It's lifestyle, and we cover many, many topics. Uh, uh, as you know, I'm an equestrian, so one of the topics is an equestrian in the, the horse world. And then uh, we uh, also cover a topic, I am beauty, and that's uh, about cosmetics and how to look young. And just actual lifestyles, great events, award shows like the uh, Academy Awards or the Golden Globes or the Tonys. Um, and then uh, let's see what else. I'm trying to think. There's so many moving parts to the website. <laughs> it's a very let's, popular let's talk, let's talk about looking young because this morning on Facebook, my whole page was about that. And I tell women, don't try to look young. Just try to look good because in doing so, looking good, you will look young. But a lot of women have the conception that they should dress like their teenage daughters with the ripped jeans. They're 80 years old with ripped jeans and varicose veins. doesn't work. The varicose veins don't go with the holes in the jeans. You're better off wearing slacks so we don't see the varicose veins. I'm being honest. No, I agree with you. Uh, less is more when you get older. You need I mean, less. You're not painted like a clown. You don't have all that heavy makeup that some of the. You look so natural. From my viewpoint right now, you look like a natural, beautifully a beautiful woman. Thank That's you. natural. Your hair color is soft. It's not theatrical. Your eye makeup is shaded well. Your lipstick are pale. Your rouge is nice. I used to be a hairstylist, so I know what I'm talking about. I was in the beauty world for years, and I made a lot of ugly women beautiful. But <laughs> you, you, you would have been very easy to work with. <laughs> a couple of curlers here and there, and you were gorgeous. But anyway, so I so let's talk about what. Well, she wrote a book about it. I'm going there, Jimmy. Oh. I love him to death, but as I said, he orders for me in a restaurant, and I have to <laughs> I have to stab him with a fork one day in the hand. But no, so let's talk about your book. Now I'm a woman, and I'm I'm seventy years old, and I look in the mirror, and I don't, and I see my mother, and what should I do? What's your book going to tell me to do to be prettier and look better? Well, it's all it's all for women over fifty. It's called I Am Beauty, looking fabulous and beauty over fifty. Uh, it's not the, ex the exact name of the title, but that's what the book is about. And uh, it's it's a way to maintain your beauty from within, outside, inside, and not to overdo it as you become older. So many women will wear the short skirts or the ripped jeans, like, like you said. Terrible, terrible. Very becoming. It's simpler <clears throat> line, the better. Not a lot of colors, nothing very... Um, busy it should be very sort of plain because your body should tell the story your silhouette it shouldn't be all the clothes and the makeup that you wear 
And uh, of course, regimen and beauty care and skin care and consistency on your, your products. How about diet, what you eat? You are what you eat. <laughs> so true. That is so true. Uh, but in my book, there's many, many tips on how to look good, stay young, be fit, a lot of secrets, a lot of celebrity secrets. Yeah, give, us, give us a couple. Give us a few. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Elizabeth Taylor used to put sesame seed all over her body and sleep in it at night and then take a shower in the morning. Uh, I knew her, you know. <laughs> and I don't think she ever mentioned that. <laughs> Then uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones uh, washes her hair with beer, and so that keeps the hair shiny. You also can put mayonnaise on your hair. And yes. You don't have to buy expensive olive oil products. Yes. There's plenty of facials and masks that you can make right out of your own refrigerator at your home. Cucumber. Cucumber, egg whites, a little peanut butter, oatmeal. There's many, many tips in my book. So it's yeah. a good book. How much is this yeah, book? How much does it go for? It's $26. On, on line, is it cheaper? Amazon. No, it's so uh, it's exclusively sold on Amazon. So they oh. can look it up on Amazon Absolutely. and purchase it. I well, love it. You guys. It's so so lady, okay, for 26 bucks, lady, you're getting a lot of good tips. I think it's a good deal. So you guys, the book is called I on Beauty. I, the letter I, and then O-N, and then Beauty, Living Beautifully and Luxuriously yes. Beyond 50. There you go. You got it. I, I, I took the notes for it because it looks fascinating. I went, on, I went on Amazon. It's got a lot of reviews. And not only – so one thing I think is very <laughs> cool is you've branded yourself I on all these different things. You have I on the scene, I on Beauty. You have, an, uh, you have an anti-aging skincare brand called I on Youth Collection. Yes. Um, so everything is ion. So you branded yourself extremely well because when you Google it, it comes up all over the place. So and congrats people, on that. folks, be careful what you put on your face. There's a lot of quacks out there with a lot of garbage. You got to be careful of them. Am I right? Yes. That actually dry your face and cause wrinkles. People say to me, "Ron, you're 83." Yes. I don't look 83, and I know it. And I don't have any wrinkles. It's not the screen. I really don't have wrinkles. You know why? I never wash my face. I splash it with water. Really. It, but I olive oil. No, I olive oil since I'm 19 years old. I have been olive oiling my skin in the sun. And what happens is the pores opens and the olive oil goes in, and I believe it neutral it gives nutrients to the skin. We're finding out now that olive oil is one of the most important things to ingest. It, it's it's really a cancer cure. Yes. A so you, you endorse olive oil as well. Yes, uh, a teaspoon a day is very healthy. Some very. people take a, a tablespoon, but I think a teaspoon is probably sufficient. But it's very healthy for you. He loves all. Now you definitely are a product of your book, because if you were fat and ugly, you couldn't sell that book, could you? <laughs> I guess that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, being, I'm being realistic and honest. Oh. When people look at you, they say, "Jesus Christ." If the book makes me look like her, I'll buy two copies and read them at the same time. But, I mean, I'm not blowing smoke up your butt, and I'm not complimenting you for any other reason other than the fact that it's obvious you're a very beautiful woman. And you are, you want to say how old you are? No. Who do you do want you, me to say hello to? No, no. She, he said, do you want to, do you want to uh, so tell your age? Uh, oh, you, sure. I'm going to be 78. 
Could you believe oh, it? Oh shit! I thought she's you were only seventy-two. I thought you were only seventy-two. She's almost she's seventy-eight. Old. Young. She's almost my age. All right, folks, look at her. Seventy-eight <laughs> years old. If I didn't know and I met you, I would say sixty, fifty-eight, sixty. I would say that. Maybe not even. I don't know. I'd have to see you in person to really check you out. But on camera, on camera, you look 50, 50. Oh, my God. So you're 78. So I want to know then. Because I, 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 Wait a minute. I, should... I got to say this. <laughs> Everybody out there, you know I don't bullshit you. I know the truth. If this woman's book can do for you what it does for her, run. Don't walk. Go and buy it. <laughs> it really is amazing. You are it's so fabulous. Did you have a lot of work done? Plastic surgery, Botox, fillers? No. No, I had Botox. Yes, I, I've you done. Botox. Believe in that, but you didn't Joan no. Rivers it, where you look like a puppet. Oh no! no. <laughs> you know, I knew I knew Joan. I knew Joan Rivers for a long time. It's so sad when people, you know, I mean, there's so many bad cases out there, um, and they're beautiful to begin with, and then they they turn into uh, horrible things, and it's That's so Madonna, sad. Madonna. She's having Madonna. another. I don't want to even say the names of how many women I know in the business that right. have destroyed their faces. And it's, right. it's very sad. It's yeah. funny. I'm on YouTube and they show videos of that, like the people, not just women, yeah. women in the well, you know, let, me tell you, let me tell you my Joan Rivers story. I knew Joan Rivers since 19... I met her the first time was at the Upstairs Downstairs in New York, 1960. And I saw her a couple of years before she died. And I said to her when I saw her, you know, Joan, I love all your faces. <laughs> so, she, so she said to me, you son of a bitch. And then a few F words after that. I said, no, really. I'm trying to think of which face I like the best. The one I met down, upstairs, downstairs, or this one. She said, well, which one, Ron? I said, this one. But Joan, less Botox. You're starting to look like the madam doll. So, you know, the puppet madam. So Joan had a wonderful sense of humor. She never offended. You could say whatever you wanted to her. She never took offense because she would do the same to others. And then she would say to me, but I still love you. I said, but I still love you too. Well, what's the next face going to look like? And then, of course, she passed, which is a regret. Because Joan Rivers was one of the nicest people off camera. On camera? Yeah, I've met her. You met times. her, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. She was yeah. a sweetie. I just thought Joan was a sweetheart. And just too much Botox, too much Restylane, too much is not good. You have Restylane in your face? Restylane? Let me think. Maybe That's Juvederm? A <laughs> That's a filler. I have nothing in my mug because I have to look. No, I have to look. I'm, I'm in a movie soon with a star, a very big star, who looks older than me. And I'm playing his father. So, <laughs> so, so I, have, I have to look old. Otherwise, I would definitely go and have some stuff shot in my face. I don't like the puppet lines. They annoy the shit out of me. See, look, watch this. I do this all the time. <laughs> you know what? My plastic surgeon said to me, Ron, get crazy glue and glue your fingers. There. <laughs> look, it makes a difference. So wait, I want to I want to skip off from beauty. I want to go from beauty because you do so many different things because now I didn't realize you were 78. So how did you, and I know you're a singer and you've involved with different bands and all kinds of stuff, but how did you become uh, a solo artist, house music, electronic dance music, superstar? Because like, how did you do that? Young, she's young at heart. Yes, but let's hear her she's tell us. She's young inside. 
Let's hear it. I used to sing and, and play the guitar many, many years ago. I bet 40 years ago. Crazy. And um, and then as the years went on, I got into other things. I got into acting and went back to modeling and started writing books and what have you. And then during COVID, um, when we were all secluded, we had to yeah. stay in our homes, I picked up my guitar again that I hadn't in a long time, hadn't done. And I started kind of writing music again, just toying around with it and starting to sing. And I thought, you know, I've missed this so much that I think I want to go back to performing. And so my husband, who was a, a major uh, promoter in the business, uh, we had talked and he said, okay. He said, so how do you want to go about this? I said, well, I'd like to maybe appear in some of these little small clubs as a, as a cabaret act because I, my style in cabaret is like a Julie London. Oh, I love Julie London. <laughs> Crimea River, Crimea River. Do you do Crimea River? I'm learning that as we speak. A wonderful song. <laughs> now you say you're sorry. Yes. You so unfair. Well, you can cry. It's a beautiful voice. It's a great song. It's easy to belt out. Yeah, it's beautiful. So it's I, I started doing that. Stop, stop, stop. Yes. I want to hear you sing. Are we allowed to play your music? We're going to play her new song. Sure. We're going to play your new yes, song. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm happy. Minute. I'm happy. I'm trying to get build up to that. Build, build, build. Well, my house music is very different than my cabaret show. It's two different things, as you yes. as you know. But as I was doing uh, my shows, I, I met a woman who actually I knew who lived in my same building, <clears throat> excuse me, for many years. And I didn't realize how involved she was in music, and she owns her own label called Tracks Records. Screaming Rachel, well, we have she's been yes. a guest. She's been a guest on our show. Yep. No, oh, okay, Rachel Kane, absolutely. And uh, so she is the queen of house music, and said, "Irene, I think you know you could do some house music. I think it would be great, and I know someone that really needs a couple of songs done, and maybe you would start to sing them." So one of them was, uh, the first one I did was Devil in Disguise, which was a Elvis Presley good, song. Good song. Well, Irene, I wanted to say something before we go any further. Yeah. We have people out there that don't know what house music means. Would you kindly explain to them what house music is? House music is like the old time disco. It has a beat, it's a dance beat. And uh, many times it has the same beat, but it's dance music basically. If you walk into a club and the music's playing loud and it's got this certain vibe to it, it's not listening where you sit back and listen. People want to get up and dance to it. Yes. They also call it EDM sometimes, you guys, electronic dance music. Yes. Uh, and, uh, okay, keep going because we're going to play the song. In yeah, a I can't wait. Okay. So uh, Rachel asked me to do this. I did it and I, and I said, well, you know, I, I kind of like this. It's sort of fun. And so then there, I did my first house show maybe only a year ago or so. And the feedback from the audience and the aliveness from being on a, a big stage with everybody just participating was very exhilarating and exciting to me. Uh, and so since I, I love excitement, I'm a, um, kind of an excite, excitement junkie, you could say. Me too. Me too. <laughs> And uh, so I said, oh, this is for me. I said, I want to do more songs. And then uh, I met somebody who was actually working for my husband at the time who was a composer. 
His name is Michael A. Levine, and uh, he's a brilliant musician, and he's, he's composed at least 27, 28 scores to movies, many TV shows. He did all the music. I know the name. Levine, I know that name. Okay, yes. Oh, do we lose connection here? No, you're there. You're still no, there. there. Okay. All right. Uh, so, um, and so Michael A. Levine, he lives in, in Los Angeles, and he he wrote the score, the whole um, circus score for the circus that my husband was promoting and doing in New York called the Big Apple Circus. And I just bumped into him that one day, and I said, you know, this is great music. I'd like to meet the person who did this. And he said, well, you're talking to him. <laughs> and he gave me his name. He said, Michael Levine. I said, oh. I said, well, I, I'd like to collaborate with you a little. You have, you're just wonderful. So we started writing songs together. And um, we wrote these three original, well, actually it's four now, original songs. And they started out as pop. But then we went and took those pop versions and made them into house music, which you can do. And they, they started to become very, uh, played quite a bit. And it's number two on some of the disc jockey charts. We've had a lot of great comments. And now, because of it, I've been nominated for the Josie Award. Way! Best no, new no, artist. No, no. What a way to start, huh? Yeah. Uh, that, it takes place in Nashville on the Grand Ole Opry stage. So well, that was one of my dreams, to perform on that beautiful stage. So it's all working. So the song, the song that we have is I, uh, I Like Rain. And it's, um, I, I, it seems like it might be a little bit more of a pop version than a dance version, but it, or a little bit of both, I guess, maybe. Um, but how about we do this? You introduce the song, and then we're going to play the video for everybody, and then we'll come back and talk to you. So you hang on. How's that? Okay, that's great. The song is called I Like Rain. Go on. Take it away, you guys. Sunshine all the time Always want the stars aligned When I'm near you I can be blue But I'm the other colors too It has no end It has no start It's just the logic of my heart It's the secret
abstract It's just the logic of my heart It's the secret you can never tell We're falling, we're falling Like little drops on a window pane We're falling, we're falling But I like rain We're falling, keep calling Nothing ventured, nothing gained I touch you, I love you Listen, I got to ask you, you have kids? No. Oh, that's why you got that body. <laughs> because you didn't have babies to give you a pot belly. Because my next question was, did you have belly surgery? <laughs> but since you didn't have kids, you got that tight body. You got a body like a 20-year-old, let me tell you. Honey. Your husband's very lucky. I bet you he don't cheat. <laughs> I had lots of... Uh uh, discipline as a dancer, so I was a ballet dancer for many years. Oh, ballet, too. I knew she had a dance. So the body. song is great. Wait, wait, let me tell you something. That's a beautiful video. I hate to be, I hate to overload somebody with compliments. I, I You don't know who I am. I'm known for telling the truth, as I guess you figured it out by now. <laughs> if you were not so beautiful, I would have said, you're a very pretty woman, and that would have been it. But in watching that video, I kept saying to myself, there's no reason for women to let themselves fall apart, get old and get disgusting. Because you're 78. You could be some big, fat, ugly slob if you ate everything and had gray hair or chopped up hair or deep. You know what I mean? You could look like shit if you didn't take care of yourself. But tell me, how many hours a day do you put to looking so fabulous? Well, you know, I work out three times a week with a trainer, and I do Pilates uh, once or twice a week. Once in a while, I do yoga. I ride horses, so I'm very active. But as far as putting myself together, it takes five minutes to put my makeup on. And just okay. what what is it? Give me a day a diet. What do you eat? What you eat yesterday, all day and night? <laughs> <laughs> okay, back uh, in the morning. No, just eat. <laughs> I have a, a, a protein shake in the morning, okay. and then midday, I'll have some tuna uh, with a tomato or maybe a slice of bread, and then later in the day, I'll have a huge salad with lots of things in it, lots of beans, and then um, sometimes I'll just skip dinner, or I'll have just a, a, a maybe a jello or something very light. I, I don't eat a lot, um, but I never have. So, so you don't like chocolate you don't and, like candy and, and ice cream and, and all that stuff. All that poisonous <laughs> like I, if I'm going to pig out, 
I want to have a piece of pizza loaded with cheese and sausage. Oh, yeah, uh, me too. Roast beef sandwich with lots of juice. Yes. <laughs> well, the, the way Jimmy eats, I, I, I indicated to me to go out and buy a lot of black clothing because Jimmy <laughs> yeah, eats right. all the poisons that is known to man. Oh. And sugar, he's a great consumer of sodas and Way stuff. Way less than now. And than you I know what? I just say to everybody out there, because I'm a health freak also, I do not eat garbage. I do go off the, the wagon at times. Chocolate. I'm a sucker for he chocolate. loves chocolate. I can't help it. I binge sometimes on chocolate, but then I feel guilty, and the next day I make up for it. But eating incorrectly, folks, causes diabetes, heart failure, hardening of the arteries, also okay. makes you old and ugly. If you eat Crappy food shows in your face. Your Man, do you is, eat any junk food at all? Oh, wait, where'd we go? Your, yeah, how about right. skin? Tell me about oh, wait, skin. Wait, wait, I just asked a what? question. You, come on, <laughs> I want to know if she eats any We're junk married. food. It's okay. Yeah, I want these little miniature snicker bars. Oh, I like those. Do you like go to fast food? Like, would you no. eat it like Wendy's no. or In and Out or Never. anything like that? No, I don't like that. Like, <laughs> Never. <laughs> And look like that? No, she'd look like shit if she ate it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So wait, I want to get back to the song for a second. So you guys, the song is called I Like Rain. It's available on all your streaming platforms. Um, yes. It's on um, digital download sites, anywhere you go. It's doing really well. It's a really fun song. Um, I okay. Think I want to ask you a question. Yes. Because I'm sure it's going to be a very interesting answer. When your husband first saw you for the first time, how? How was that? He must have dropped dead, right? That's really an interesting story. I would love to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Okay. Many, many years ago, my husband was promoting Frank Sinatra. And I was dating Frank Sinatra's manager, Jilly Rizzo. And this was, oh, God, I don't know how many years ago, but it was uh at a club in Aurora or a stadium. I can't remember what it was. And we had, you know, it was a big thing for all the acts and the promoters and the people involved would go out with their entourage at night for dinner, especially Sinatra would like to have all these people around and sit and drink all night. And I was there because I was dating Jilly. So it's so Jilly New York. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Jilly. Oh, I knew him. I used to go to Jilly's in New York with Frank went <laughs> oh, yeah. back in the 1950s. Yeah. Jilly was a big guy. Yeah. yeah. I so remember. That's, that. that's the first time we met, but then I didn't see him again for probably 25 years. You were a mafia mall. You were a mafia mall. Yeah. <laughs> because because Jilly, you know, Jilly <laughs> was connected. He was one of the boys. Yeah. So and Sinatra, hey, you were around them. You were in good company. Actually, do you know Lanny? Do you know Lanny Kazan? Because I know you've met a ton yeah. of famous people. Like he's friends with oh, Lanny she's Kazan. been my friend for thirty years. I love Lanny. We know a lot of the same people. I, I know that you know a lot of people because I was googling you um, just to Wait, get more information. I know she's gonna finish. I want to hear how I was googling, googling you, and I saw like. Like you, you've been on the red carpet at the Academy Awards and at the Grammy Awards. And I'd love to. I meet saw you a thing about being at the backstage with the Rolling Stones. I mean, you're like you're like a, a I'd been love, everywhere. Do you live in L.A.? No, I used to live in L.A. when I was in uh, soap operas. I live in Chicago now. Oh, I would love to see you personally. I'd love to go to lunch with you. We have no, a lot. I'll come and see you. Let's. I'll come there. 
Absolutely. Come to LA, we're going to have lunch. We'll go to the Ivy and we'll wreck them with okay. you. Oh, yes. I'll tell them, I'll stand up and say on the table and say, everybody, she's 78, eat your hearts out. So wait, wait go back now. So you're at, you're no, uh, 25 years later from seeing him the first time, what happened? So um, we just, you know, said hello. And he said, you know, when you're being introduced to one of the boys' girlfriends, you don't look at the girl. You know, you just say, young, nice lady. And they keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't get to know each other. But then, Years later, he was going through a divorce, and one of his dear friends, Senator Maravitz, said, you know, I have a girl that you might like to, to meet. And he tells him who I am. He said, gee, that name sounds familiar, you know. So we meet, we go on this date, and um, we still don't really kind of put it together. Then as we started dating, I said, oh, I want to show you something, Arnie. So we went to New York. And I said, it was probably two in the morning. I said, I'd like to go for a drink because he always says, I don't know a bar that I've never stopped or liked. So <laughs> I feel like to stop and have a, a nightcap all the time. So it was not unusual for us to do that. And um, so I said, look at this wall. We walked into Jilly's. And sure. on the back wall with all the celebrities, there was a picture of me, Arnie, Frank, and Jilly right in the center of them. Of course. Place forty years ago, he he, he couldn't believe. It. Yeah, was that's that, so cool. Julie's Julie's was was it Julie's was on forty sixth or forty eighth? Which one was it? Forty sixth Street. I think. I think it was forty sixth. Yeah, forty sixth. I love Julie's. It was a yeah. little a little dive, and he would be there, you know, greeting you. Yeah. Uh, I knew I, I'm from Brooklyn, so I grew up with, you know, like Gotti was not a stranger. Let's put it that way. <laughs> And so I hung out with a lot of, you know, wise guys in those days. And everybody that was a wise guy went to Julie's. And oh, he was yeah. a really cool guy. I like, he was a bouncer. And he was, uh, yeah. a cool guy. He was really cool. He owned a, a club in Chicago also by the name of Julie's. Right. And then when he passed away, you know, in a horrible car situation, uh, his son, Willie Rizzo, took over the the bar. But it didn't last very long. He didn't yeah. really do so New York folded off after he passed. Well, Frank used to make it a big deal because he'd yeah. go with, with everybody. Sammy Davis Jr. He'd bring yeah. the whole backpack in there. So yeah. I mean, you can't get a better commercial than that. So now <laughs> tell me, when you now this question I must know, otherwise I, I don't like you. I will never talk to you again. <laughs> Listen, when he looked at you, did he say to you, Oh my god, you're beautiful? Jilly? No, your husband. <laughs> your husband. <laughs> Oh, he's a kind of a shy type. You mean he? Uh, what? I, I know. I'm. I just got in trouble for asking an Asian woman if she's Japanese or Chinese. She called me a racist. So now I got to be careful what I say. What ethnic background is your husband? He's Jewish. Okay, I'm part Jewish. So Jewish people are very, very forward and very svachat, as we say in Italian. <laughs> so I'm sure that he must have looked at you and said. Can't wait to get this one in the sack. She's a hottie. <laughs> and, and of course, well, you know, I know the, the type. Yeah, use all his charm. <laughs> yeah. no, your husband's like a wise guy, a tough guy. I've dealt with a lot of them. And you must have turned around as a smart cookie that you are. And you said, no, no, baby, this beauty has a price. <laughs> it's called marriage. And you got the sucker to the altar. I love you. I love you. I love you. You're terrible. 
Wait, how many how many years you married? Not many, only five. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, yeah. I thought like a 30 year How long have you been together? each other for this long span? And then we dated like, you know, maybe seven, eight years. Yeah, because so, Joe died years ago. Yeah, he did. He so did. I was, actually, um, I went there. Uh, he was having a birthday party. And I went there uh, for his birthday in Palm Springs. <clears throat> and he went to the store. He had to, uh, he was out of bread. So he went, he said, I'll hop in the car and go to the store and buy a loaf of bread. So we hopped in the car and, he, and people were, you know, partying, partying and sitting around waiting for him to come back. And when he came back, it was right almost in front of his house. There was a drunken driver that ran into him. Oh, wow. And the car exploded and he Ooh. couldn't the car. So we, it was a horrible sight. He was burning. We, no one could help him. Who was burning? Jilly. That's how he Jilly. died. That's yeah. how he died? That's terrible. What no. a sad story. I don't remember. Yeah. We go, instead of going to a birthday party, they we they went put to a bomb in, They didn't put a bomb in the car? No. No. The, 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 the other person was hurt very seriously also. He's just drunk. Oh That's my so God. sad. That is sad. Yes. Because I, I did like him. He was a very... Friendly guy, a very big, like, ho, 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 you know, boisterous kind of a greeting guy. He was an instant-like person. He was like my favorite dancer because he loved to dance. Yeah. Oh, that's so much I'm sad to hear this, how he passed away. I never, I don't remember that. Yeah. Okay, so let's, let's. So, okay, so now your husband and you are married. And I want to know, does he tell you every day how beautiful you are? Oh, yes, he does. Okay, now I'm happy. Now you made my day. <laughs> because if he didn't, I was going to say, lose him. I got a couple of guys that would kill for you. <laughs> I tell him every day, too. So You have to. Otherwise, I melt. <laughs> All right, let's go back to music a little bit. So you've got this. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you didn't think you were going to get this on the show, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are something. I wonder. Well, that, that, why do you think bit. we're the number one podcast in the world? Yeah, this with will get, this with will get five like million. I can five, see that. Right, five, so million people, five million people are going to watch this. We go oh, all over the world. Wow. Well, listen, let me That's do the book. Wait, wait. Yes. Let, let me do the book again because ladies <laughs> out there, listen, I believe in so many marriages are in jeopardy because the man marries a beauty like her and then she turns into some kind of a monster. And he's no longer interested in her sexually, so he finds a young tomato and he goes with the tomato. It's your fault. If you, what he married is what you should be forever. Yeah. I'm, I'm 30 years Jimmy's senior and I won't get old because I owe it to Jimmy to stay young because he met me as a younger man and now I can't grow old, not allowed. And I won't. So I'm giving you this advice. Buy this lady's book. You may get one thing, two things, three things out of it that could save your marriage. Don't, don't just be married and say, oh, him, oh, him. Because you know what? Oh, him going to find, oh, her, and you're screwed out of a husband. Yeah. Girls should always be girlfriends. Always. Yes. Always be lovers. So, you guys, the name of the book is I on, on Beauty. I get up in the morning, you know. Sometimes I won't let him look at me if I'm all messed up. I got to fix myself night because I'm afraid he sees me as, a, as an 100-year-old man, no, a, a, a scary person. He's gorgeous. But, Anyway, you got to be. A, you have to be like you. 
Like you, you will be, listen, I have a very dear friend of mine, Perry Winkler. She was married to Lee Winkler, the global enterprise guy in Beverly Hills, big shot. Gorgeous woman all her life. She's 103, August. Wow. You, she, you gotta see what a piece of ass she is at 103. She's got dark hair, she young and beautiful, 103. Just came back from New York. Who goes I'd like to, to meet her. I would love yeah, to meet her. I would love for you to meet her because you yeah, love- you have to set that up, I want to meet her. She knew everybody in Hollywood. That's how come I met so many stars through her and her husband. Oh. Her husband was the business manager to every important person in Beverly Hills and in show business. So was- Perry had in her home, Burt Reynolds was her best friend. That's how oh. I got Burt oh, Reynolds. I loved him. All kinds of people. 103. I said to her, Perilla, darling, you're not wearing high heels? Because we call each other Ronilla and Perilla. She said, Ronilla, darling, I have a little neuropathy in the bottom of my soul. 103, all she's got is a little bit of neuropathy in the bottom of her soul, which hurts in her heels. We were in New York City about eight years ago walking, and we walked about 30 blocks with her when she was 95. And high heels. High heels and fishnet stockings. She had high heels. High heels. That's amazing. Well, she's had four husbands, one wealthier than the other because she's worth it. You know, she used to say, Ronald, I'm the, my husband's other Cadillac. And you have to be your husband's other Cadillac to keep your husband. Same thing goes for men. Men, don't get fat and disgusting with your balls hanging down to your knees and your <laughs> belly. You know, stay looking young because women, women don't want to go to bed with some big fat. That's why I want to put my glasses. <laughs> okay. women, women don't want to go to bed with some fat slob either, you know. So hold on, you guys. The name of the book is Ion Beauty, Living Beautifully and Luxuriously Beyond 50. And really, you can go one place and see everything Irene Michaels by going to iontheseen.com. It's I-O-N-T-H-E-S-C-E-N-E.com. And that way you can see you know everything that she's got going on. Her website's super easy to navigate. It's got little uh, tabs for everything. You can find out about the book. You can find out about her I would buy the skincare book if brand. I, mean, if I were you out there, listen to Ron Russell, buy that book. You might get something out of it. You know, sometimes uh, nature, God, or whatever you want, sends people to our show. And sometimes those things go out to you and you need them. And they make a Hang difference. On. So follow her on Instagram. It's at Irene Michaels, and that's her like eye on the scene Instagram. And then she has Irene Michaels music, which is all about her music career. Um, we would love to see you in a cabaret show too. Anytime you do one. Yeah. How do you uh, like living in Chicago? And why Chicago, not New York? I love Chicago, uh, and I love New York too. It just happens that I was born and raised there, but I've lived to other places, many other places. You're from Chicago originally. Originally, I'm from Chicago. Yes. Oh, so that's why you love Chicago. So let's ask a hypothetical because we've only got a couple minutes left. Oh, I love as a, as a as a as a music artist, um, and let's do both that as a cabaret music artist and then as a like a, a dance pop artist. If you were going to go play with, uh, if you could play with anybody, living or dead, and you could like open for them or do a duet or you know somehow work with them, who would you pick as a cabaret artist? that you would love to perform with? And who would you pick as a pop dance house artist? And could you answer? Oh, wow. That's a tough question. Um, hmm. Yeah, hey, hang on one second. Juan, can you bring her in and out again real quick? Because she froze. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. It should work. Oh. 
We can hear you now. We don't see you. What happened to the picture? <laughs> I hate this podcast stuff. Um, hit your oh. Uh, does she need to hit her camera? Let's see. There we go. Yay! We come, oh, how come she, her camera didn't come? right here. See if that helps you. For some reason, now we hear you, but the camera's missed. There we go. Yay! She's them. This is so. Well, I, I would have loved to perform with Frank Sinatra. Absolutely. Yeah, and even um, Kenny Rogers. I love Kenny Rogers. You know, did you know yeah. that? Did you know Lainey Kazan dated Frank for three months? Yes, I did know that. Yeah, she doesn't like it to be known. I don't know why. She said to me, "Stop saying that to people." But I know I would be proud if I dated Frank Sinatra for three months. But I understand <laughs> he was a rough hombre. I mean, you know, he was like a total, total wise guy. You know, he was the ruler of the table. He paid the bills, and he had his okay. entourage. And women were treated less than human by uh, Frank. Only Ava Gardner, who was smarter than him, and she had him so pussy whipped that he would do anything she said. Wait, okay, go back to the rest of the question, the second part of the we're question. We're allowed to be vulgar on this show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, I think, as I said, you know, the, those three people, Tony Bennett, of course, I would love Tony Bennett. Tony was from Astoria, where we lived for years. Oh, yeah. I, I, I worked for his brother, John Bennett, in his beauty parlor in Astoria. John Ooh. Bennett. Tony Bennett, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I knew Tony Bennett's wife very well. Oh, okay. I mean, I her, name was, uh, her name was, uh, I forgot, Sandy. Sandy Bennett. Sandy, Sandy Bennett. Sandy and I were talking at a, at a party at a, a, a thing in Beverly Hills, and she was ranking on him, saying typical hood from Astoria, low class. I said, did you know that I was from Astoria and I'm Italian? I have a good friend that <laughs> lives in You're all alike. You're all alike. Go ahead. You had a good friend. Uh, my friend owns um, a Kaufman Astoria Studios. Sure. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, George Kaufman and Sherry Kaufman. I don't know if you know them or not, but they have, no. they've had that studio for a long, long time. A lot of films are made there. My yes. mother, my mother was a silent movie actress, and she worked at Astoria. Uh, also, when Valentino was doing the Son of the no, uh, Monsieur Bocquet was the movie that Valentino was shooting with Vilma Banky in the Astoria studio. And my mother, ten years old, was madly in love with Valentino, and she went on the set and and caused I don't know what because they were filming and. She went out and did something, and they threw her out of the studio. So she was a big mouth and 10 years old, started yelling and screaming. And Valentino went over to her, and he spoke Italian to her. Do you like dogs? And he said, you know, <laughs> Calmity, calm down. I'll talk to you. Let me do what I have to do now, and then I'll talk to you. So Valentino was a very nice man. Rudy Valentino, we're all along to him. Yeah. Actually, the name of my dog is Rudy. Oh, yay. What kind of, what kind of dog? Pardon? What, what kind, kind of dog do you have? Well, I have a toy poodle, but he's not really a toy poodle. He thinks he's a bulldog. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like a, a golden doodle, a miniature golden doodle. Oh, I love that. Yeah, he's very, very beautiful. This is Astro. Cats and a couple of horses. Astro, stop. This, this is Astro. He's a seven-pound mix. He's a poodle terrier mix. Oh, and he, he, thinks, he, he thinks he's a person. He oh. thinks, thinks he's human. We love it. Poodles oh, yeah. are my favorite. Like poodles uh, are yeah. my favorite. 
type of dog. So, all right, let's give everybody all the little well, rundown. I want to ask one more, one more question. Right. How do you deal with the winter in, in Chicago? The winds in the. I was there. I like the cold, so I'm okay with it. Oh, you do? I, I worked there once in a, in a club way back in the 80s. And I, I was, they booked us in February. And I said to the, the, the crew I was working with, have you ever been to Chicago in February? They said, no. Okay, girls, wait. Freezing, not to be, the wind, I couldn't believe the wind and the freezing cold. Yeah, it's a bad month. Antarctica. The bad month. She said, yeah, it's a bad month. But you know what? People came out to see our show, and I was amazed because I said, nobody's coming to see our show. Oh, they're just used to it. They did. Yes, they came out it. in that weather. So let me go over all the little things. So you guys follow Irene Michaels on Instagram, Irene Michaels Music, or Irene Michaels at Irene Michaels Music at Irene Michaels. Her website is ionthescene.com. She's got all kinds of great stuff about everything, fashion and Hollywood and all kinds Very of stuff. Very interesting lady. Very um, interesting. She's got her book, Ion Beauty, Living Beautifully and Luxuriously Beyond 50. She also has the aging, uh, anti-aging skincare oh. brand collection, Ion Youth. And, um, and she's got her brand new single, uh, dance single, I Like Rain. You can download it and you can also listen to her Elvis Presley cover, which is called, what's that one called? Um. Well, the Elvis Presley house music version, Devil yeah. in Disguise. Devil in Disguise house music version, and I didn't write that one and down. And I'd like to make this one comment. The reason that she is also so young looking is she's busy. She doesn't sit home worrying about growing old. She's too busy having a life. She's too busy doing a multiple amount of things. I suggest to all of you out there, when you're in your 70s and 80s, don't be a couch vegetable. I'm not. I'm always, as you see, I'm always at a red carpet, a party here. I go like crazy at my age, 83, to sit home and be depressed. It's ridiculous. Listen to Irene. Read her book. Thank you. you. So well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, Irene. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. You're, my, you're like my new best friend. I wish you lived in L.A. <laughs> no, I like women like you that are beautiful and interesting. I, I only have beautiful, interesting lady friends. Well, next time I, I get to L.A., I definitely will look you up. You let us oh, know. No, we'll definitely. drive in to meet you. Definitely. And, I, 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 you know, I can't be around negative people who have given up. I have a lot of people, still friends of mine in New York that are my age, and they don't look good, and they just they gave up. And I fight with them all the time. I like my one friend. She said, oh, I have bad knees. I have bad shoulders. I have bad this. I said, no, you have bad diet and a bad brain. <laughs> You're six years younger than I am. What the hell is wrong with you? Get glamorous. I said, you see the woman that just moved an upstairs? Piece of ass. Your husband's handsome. Watch him. <laughs> So, I mean, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, I, I forgot. To, I was supposed to tell Eileen, te sent me a text message making sure I said hello. So, hello from Eileen Shapiro. Hi, Eileen. Hello. That's another prize. I love that broad. Absolutely. Do we know, want to give a shout out to I, Eileen too. Is the, Eileen is the best. The best in the business, by yes. the way. She's yeah. so connected, that boy. She's on the phone 24 hours a day. I think the phone grew out of her ear, as they say. <laughs> All right. We got to go. I mean, thank you for a lovely, lovely. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. That was Irene Michaels. She's very, very cool. Um, we're going to do a, uh, a quick music You see break. how interesting a woman can be at 78 years old?
Look at the multiple things she rides a horse, she sings, she wrote a book. You know, you guys out she there. Acts. Acts. You ladies out there, you can find things to do. You don't have to just sit home and be bored. And don't just clean. Cleaning is not your reason to live, you know. Oh, actually, we're not going to play music because, like, we can bring on our next guest is there, and I didn't see it. Let's bring him on. No, yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> hey, he, on. he can't be on yet. He didn't earn that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, Sorry. Now we want to, huh? Yeah, you can swear. You can swear. All right. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, actor, producer, director, and a friend of mine, Steve Basic. Hello and welcome back to the show. Yay. Hello, hello. Jimmy and Ron. <laughs> hey, how are you? What's going on? Well, we hope we're going to have a good show with you. Let's get it out of here. Yeah, we're in these things. No, you can. We can hear you. Can you is it better? I think I, we can hear it either way. I think we can hear either can way. Test this. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. How's that? Hey. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. We're we're gonna we're gonna turn up the volume here. There you go. Can you there you go. All right. So we got a chat room oh. with people in it. Say hi to the people in the chat room. Yo. <laughs> so what's the weather like now? You're in what's the weather like in Canada? Is it hot or cold? Canada. Oh. It's freaking hot. Oh, Old it's pictures. hot. It's hot <laughs> now, Canada. Pictures. Yes, it's There's hot. Pictures in here, guys. I was just I was just cleaning out my uh it's a hundred degrees. Off, off. We're on a show. I gotta, I gotta focus on this. We have, huh? it's, it's like 100 degrees in Palm Springs. So we're in Palm Springs. It's like 100 degrees. By the way, where's my invite? Oh, you can come anytime. <laughs> you can come anytime. Actually, we don't have a guest room, believe it or not. We have dogs but, that eat people, so I, we don't have a guest room. I would warn you. Oh, about, you got to come yeah. in the winter. No, I'd warn you about coming to Palm Springs. Yeah, because the whatever you do, you. And whatever you do. <laughs> Do not ever come to Palm Springs wearing a speedo. <laughs> you know where the I gay that was a where the where I the, the, that was a where the he center, does do it. We're the center of gay of the gay world. You know we have more gay yeah. people in Palm Springs than anywhere in the world. And you're very <laughs> handsome and very sexy. And I know a lot of my friends, if they saw you in a speedo, they'd get excited. So we don't want to do that. <laughs> we do not want to do that, do we? I like love. <laughs> so let me brag a little bit real quick so people kind of know who you are a little bit. So, you guys, this is Steve Basic. We actually met in Florida in Orlando a fucking long time ago now. And uh, um, here's yeah. some of the things that he's been involved with that everybody knows. Look, Jimmy, that's one of the things. Oh, Andromeda, that's right, which is like a huge thing. 45 episodes I wrote down here in 45 mm -hmm. episodes of Andromeda. He's also in Stargate. He was uh, in X-Men, uh, X2 X-Men United. He plays Dr. Hank McCoy. But how come you didn't get to play that in the other ones? Different director. Yeah, that sucked, dude, because you would have been better, I think. Um, he was in Wonder with Jacob Tremblay and Owen Wilson and Julia Roberts. Uh, let's see. I like the things. He's got two movies that we're going to talk about that are coming on. Uh, he was on Stargate, Good Luck Chuck, The Tooth Fairy, The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger and everybody, another stakeout with Richard Dreyfuss. He's in a million TV series, fucking every series on the planet. He's in all of them. Um, he's also huh? – I'm fucking as much as I can. Yes, absolutely. So wait a minute. So you've made, yeah. enough, mon you've made enough money now to afford bananas and bread, right? No, no just I got, uh, I got banana peels. 
<laughs> because the so, price the price of bananas and bread is the joke, but anyway, you blew it. So when I see you, when I see you I'm gonna have to punch you in the face. <laughs> you blew the joke. Actually, I bet you don't eat. I bet you don't eat anything junky at all, do you? Mm -hmm. I actually do. I I eat a lot of junk, but I, in fact, um, I'll see my kids off at the airport. They're 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 going to the Cayman Islands to visit some family, and my oldest daughter's boyfriend came with us. He's six four and muscular. And there's a scale there. And then one of the ladies recognized me from um, some of the Hallmark movies I do. And so we're just joking around, seeing if they can guess our age. And, and of course, I was, I'm 6'1". You I look great for 60. He looks no, bigger. He looks bigger than me. So it was 61. He he's 6'4". He was only 213. I was 226. But we got a sympathy uh, upgrade for the girls. So... <laughs> Actually, the girls, the girls on first class. So thank you, uh, Alaska. There you uh, go. He he thought when you said six one that he meant you were sixty one. So he's six feet tall, six yeah. feet one inch tall, right. and he's fifty eight. I think. Well, you're, you're not allowed right. to talk about. You're not allowed to talk about age. Oh, okay. We're not no, allowed to but, talk about but age. You know what? He's gonna be eighty three next week. That's this. You're this gorgeous. is. You're this gorgeous. is that, this has become an issue now in my Facebook and all my media because everyone knows I'm turning 83. Yeah. So they're wishing me like long life and stuff like that. Um, when I was 21, nobody wished me a long life. Yeah, that's probably- They just, they just said happy birthday. Then I get, wow, you look good for 83. Well, what's 83 supposed to look like? Right. Why don't you just get a little good? Yeah. People yes, look you look good. Just you look good and not yeah. for 483. Not even you look good. Don't even say you look good. That's another uh, Academy Award. You look good for getting to be 83. So yeah. age is a very, very important thing in our society today. Madonna is having a nervous breakdown because she had all that work done to her face and she's old and nobody wants her anymore. Could you imagine Madonna is so what, like, what, she's going to soon be booking like Kansas City, you know. <laughs> Somewhere like, have you seen pictures? Unfortunately, Madonna like got too much bad facial work done. So coming, no, it terrifies me when I I've worked with a couple actors that have gone a little too far, and uh, it's terrifying. Not not like to say terrifying aesthetically, but I don't like the fact that people have to put themselves through that in order to get you know work or to get to feel good about themselves. It's you know that's what I'm saying. Eighty three. What it doesn't matter what age is like. You gotta feel good in here. And you, leave it alone. you know, you, right. leave, you leave it alone. Yeah. I mean, Cece Pennington, we just were with her over the weekend. She was playing here. You know who she is, finally, Cece yeah. Pennington. Yeah. She was playing here for uh, the White Party, the Palm Springs, you know, White Party. And she's a woman in her 50s, but you don't know it. She doesn't talk about it. And when she was on that stage, she was as good as she was 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. And that's no, how I, I, don't know, I don't like I don't like referring to age in, in I fight ageism. Oh, I'm so against ageist people. Yeah. Leave age leave age out of the picture. Absolutely. I agree. It's I agree. Not but you keep you, you take good care of yourself so you can be you, like you in all like these like action it. things. Because yeah. like like a lot of your shit that you're in is actually like action stuff. Like you're like Yeah, it used to be. I, I don't I mean I um I don't do so much in, in my own movies. We, you know, I'm stunt coordinator. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm doing my own stuff. And, uh, and, uh, but other than that, it's mostly been a lot of Hallmark or a lot of drama comedies recently. It's not really been 
uh, where they need you to we've see you. Seen anybody we've, we've seen you in a lot of stuff. Actually, hey, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, one thing. Now, do you work out? Lift oh, weights. Yeah, all the time. So let me see your muscles. <laughs> you know, seriously, we have oh, <laughs> no, we have a lot of women and gay people right. out there who love right. to see right. Right. ladies, right. ladies, plug in your vibrators. He may take a shake off, take a shirt off. <laughs> yeah. So wait, he's because he's an take, action wait, guy. take your shirt off and flex. <laughs> we have a lot of frustrated housewives out there that are watching. Look, look I'll give you one. You, you can be, uh, How's that? No, you could be their masturbation. Uh, I'll listen to him. Hey, you guys, some of the act, some of the stuff. So he's been on Arrow, which is one of was one of my favorites. Smallville. Is that where John is? On? Yeah, John Barrowman's on. John Barrowman's a friend of uh, Stargate SG One, Andromeda. I'm trying to pick out the things that are like Van Helsing, DC Legends of Tomorrow. Wait, wait, wait! wait. You were in Van Helsing, the TV series. Yeah. Okay. Battlestar Galactica. Um, <laughs> You do have because uh, garage sale mysteries. Like I didn't even realize it because you're like a recur. You must be a recurring character because you've been on a bunch of them. I've only yeah, seen that. I was, I was, I was, there were sixteen. I did fifteen. You have a good agent. Well, actually, I just switched agents. Uh, and you book yourself. No, I, I just switched agents in January. I, I my agent was pretty good. Um, I'm with a new agent. They're a little bit more chill. The energy's a little bit different, and uh, I like it. I like. I just. I don't like a lot of hype unless there's something solid. You, know? you, you have a yes. lot of work under your belt. A lot. You have a lot of stuff. It was even in you guys. So this is my favorite show. When I was like, I guess I must have been in college, but Twenty One Jump Street. I oh, love. Yeah. I love Twenty One Jump Street. We've become really good friends with Richard Grieco, who was you know then went Richard. on to have Booker. Right. And, uh, I was peeing in a club, and Richard was peeing. No, next and we were at a premiere. Premiere, and he was peeing next to me at the urinal. So I said, Richard, on we, next to you or on you? Both people. <laughs> no, not on him. No, <laughs> next to So I said to Richard, I said, Richard, I have, a TV, I, said, I have a TV show. I'd love for you to come on. You never got yeah. we're good friends now. He said, Ron, I'll never forget that. I was peeing and you were booking me on your show. He yeah. said, I've never been booked that way in my life before. I said, where did you come on our show? Something you've never yeah. been on before either. <laughs> So do you miss being an action? Sorry, one second. Your show's a little bit like uh, Entertainment Tonight meets Marriage Counseling. I don't know. <laughs> you said our show's kind of like Entertainment Tonight meets Marriage Counseling. <laughs> you are the father. I don't know. Like, I feel like you two are. You run. You hold up your hand. Jimmy goes. <laughs> that you know, it's the yin and the yang. Every great, every great comic team. From Abbott and Costello to anybody, there was always the crazy one and the the sane one. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm crazy. the sane one. This is the sane one. Because <laughs> I said, Jimmy, I said, yeah, believe it or not, out of us, out of, out of the two of us, I'm no, the sane one. <laughs> I said to Jimmy before I came on your show, it was a crappy radio show, and now look at it. So, <laughs> that was a crappy video show. <laughs> with, with five million people watching those teeth right now, smile. So you're very handsome. You're very handsome. Now I'm not allowed to ask ethnic backgrounds because I asked an Asian woman, "Are you Japanese or Chinese?" And she called me a racist, which is ridiculous. I mean, I'm Italian. I'm not, I'm proud. What's your ethnic background? Well, I was born in Croatia. Croatia. Croatian. Yeah, but I believe in my lineage on my mother's side, there might be some Mongolian. Really? Yeah. Look at you, good handsome fellow. You know you're handsome. 
Oh, he knows. Oh, oh, bullshit. Me. We go to the convention. Yeah, I, I met I him at a convention. Listen, he had like listen, 100 girls in line waiting listen, for fucking meeting. <laughs> listen, I have a very good friend who's as ugly as sin, and he'll tell you how ugly he is. So okay. why can handsome men tell you how handsome they are? It's not being conceded. Listen, no, listen there's enough no, there's enough douchebags out there. I don't I don't I don't need to be one of them. Uh, no, that doesn't mean being a douchebag. That's just saying no. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm you, know, okay. You, get, you get you get a cue. People will always make an assumption about you based on no. your appearance. Yes, and that's true. When, that's true. when people when people tell me, when people say I'm handsome and I look like Tony Curtis, I say yeah. thank you. I, I met Tony you. Curtis. I knew him. I worked with Tony. I what did you work with Tony Curtis on? I think it was called uh, uh, Hardball too. He was playing a gangster. I was a, I was an under gangster. I wanted to be his boss. I wanted to kill him. Yeah, yada. It was fun. That's yeah. cool. Did you get to know him? Did He's you get to know him? He's a very nice he, guy. He was the best. I had more fun with Tony oh, Curtis. Oh, do you want to hear a Tony Curtis story? What he told Absolutely. me? Absolutely, I love the yes. movie. Yes, tell us. So uh, I asked him, I said, what's, uh, and his girlfriend, by the way, so I think he was in his 80s or maybe late 70s when I met him. His girlfriend was like six foot two from Texas. And she looked like Las Vegas car like Marilyn Monroe, but bigger. Like she was. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Julia. Yeah, before the movie, getting to know each other. This is back when people used to drink before movies. Not during movies, but before you get to know each other, get comfortable with each other. So I asked him, I said, what was, what was the craziest thing that ever happened to you? He goes, well, I was, you know, I had a urinal. I was t taking uh, a piss and this guy steps up next to me. And uh, can I say offensive things, by the way? Yeah. Okay. So the, so the guy goes, listen, I'm not gay or anything, but can I suck your dick? <laughs> Who said that? Somebody, Tony. Tony Tony said Tony. Can I suck your dick? He goes, he goes, I'm not gay or anything, but can I suck your dick? And, and Tony's like, uh, excuse me. He goes, oh, because you fucked Marilyn Monroe. And I, I've always wanted to be inside her pussy. So right? <laughs> this guy was a nut. <laughs> this guy he was a fucking <laughs> hey, Tony. That's no, listen, listen, I knew Tony. I knew him well enough. I knew Tony really well. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, Tony, the truth, are you gay? He said, no, Ron, I'm not gay. I just like sex and I don't care with who. So he was bisexual, but with, by choice. He just wouldn't have anybody to urinal blow him. I know Tony <laughs> would never do that. But here's hey, my story. Tony and I. There. You don't know. Yeah, that's right. We don't know. Well, Tony and I are at the, the convention center. And Mamie Van Doren comes over to me. She said, Tony Curtis is here. I said, yes, come with me. I brought Mamie Van Doren over to Tony Curtis. He's in a wheelchair. She sits on his lap. He grabs her long hair, and he covers both their faces, and he's talking to her. And then I heard her say, oh, Tony, you're still a filthy, dirty pig. <laughs> <laughs> so he was my kind of friend, you know. Yeah. He was very outspoken, as you know. He told the best stories. Uh, like he always said, Marilyn Monroe was on her knees all the time. It's amazing how she found time to make a movie. Jane Russell, who was my buddy, I used to talk to her about Tony, and she'd say, oh, Tony is notorious. Now at the convention center, I'm at Jane Russell's table, and shoulder to shoulder is Tony Curtis at his table. So I said to Jane, oh, Jane, look who's here, Tony. And she looked at me, and she said, oh, Lord, help us. Because <laughs> oh, no. so she was religious. But he had a, a reputation as being, like me, very outspoken. He said what he wanted, and he didn't care what the, what the repercussions were. I love him. 
I was supposed to go to his house in Los Angeles. You, you don't want to offend anybody, but you definitely got to be able to speak your whatever that is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he he was in a position where he could say what he wanted. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. He, his career was over. He was in a wheelchair. He didn't look good anymore. He didn't even look like himself. So he didn't care what it. He what was he going to lose? He had to put the set the record straight, and that's what I liked about him. Uh, yeah. As I said, I was supposed to go to Vegas and interview his artwork, but he died in England, and I couldn't go, of course. But I miss him. Yeah, he was talking about his paintings. So he started painting later on. Huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, we worked together. He was already he was painting. Yeah, Tony was painting. Oh, he was a painter. Yeah, he painted big flowers and stuff. Yeah. So wait, well, let's go back. Right, let's uh, talk about let's uh, talk about stuff. I want to. Well, I want to talk about because you got a movie on Tubi. We want to promote the movie on. Yeah, Tubi. I, got a, I got a couple of things, but I got my. Uh, I got a, I got a guy here. I want you guys to meet as well. But yes, we're talking right about the movie. Okay, so first we're going to talk about Alter. First we're going to talk about Alter, yeah. you guys. So he's got to give me more coffee, though. Hang on. I got. Okay. I got a budget, so I can have. Uh, an, I have an executive assistant, and I also got a. He's also my copy boy. <laughs> Hey, what's up? How you doing? Good. What's your hey, name? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 All right, so Alter is a, a movie you have on Tubi right now. Free on Tubi. Yeah. I'm going to read the synopsis. I wrote it down. Yes, so sir. convinced that he's found the man who abducted and sadistically abused him as a child, Steve Bryan is determined to get him to confess to what he did by any means necessary. Oh, I want to see So this. now you wrote this, right? Or did you uh, not? Co-wrote it, yeah. You co-wrote it, you, you're starring in it, and you directed it. Yes, sir. I love were, it. Were you molested? Paid for it. Paid for it. <laughs> yes, and paid for it. Okay. <laughs> were, were you molested as a child? Personally? Yeah. No. No. So how'd you come up with the storyline? Oh, there he is with your coffee. Just with the with the with the creamer. creamer. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Most right is right. The truth, you know, about what happened. Oh, uh, no, but there's there's definitely um. So one of the reasons I did that particular genre was uh, because it, it more centered around mental illness, uh, possible demonic possession. So you know, there's a people are always it's either some sort of religious influence or some sort of psychotic episode. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's made up. So I, the the idea was, did this really happen, or is this a broken mind? Right. Because you know, there's there's people. I, I can't remember when it was uh, a pre. It was dominant. There was a uh, there was a movie made about it. Regression. So people were being hypnotized, and they were being uh, they were telling stories of, of abuse that actually didn't happen because they were put into a re regressive state. And right. um, yeah, so that that was sort of the idea of that one. Plus, that type of story is shootable. It's not, it's got enough twists and turns where you may not need a lot of action, you may not need a big budget. So if I had a bigger budget, I, I might still tell the same kind of stories, but I uh, everything I do is, can I actually pull this off? Listen, uh, I know some $15,000 movies that are better than $50,000 movies. Budget has a lot to do with it, but if the acting is good, the story's good, Photography, lighting, and sound is good. You got a yeah. good movie. Uh, we're going to watch it tonight because so I want to watch that. So, Dawn in the chat room, say hi to Dawn. Hey, Dawn. <laughs> she she just wrote up that she searched it yesterday and she couldn't fit. She couldn't find it on Tubi. Yesterday. Yeah, it should be there. She said I searched it yesterday and it didn't work. I don't know what I didn't work means, but just in case you have to like check it out. She has to download Tubi. She she have Tubi. 
Yeah, I have two me too, and I saw it the other day, but now I don't see well, it. Contact today. them and ask. Them I don't know. I just just for you, but in the meantime, so you wrote it, you directed it, you uh, starred in it, you paid for it. It's out yeah. on TV, and we want to show people the trailer so they can uh, get excited about it. Well, I'm gonna while you're showing it, I'm gonna see if it's because I just talked to the distributor yesterday. So I know yeah. you told me that. So you introduce it for us, and then we'll we'll play the trailer. We're actually we just found it and. Coming May 17th. I want to watch it tonight, so make sure we oh. can see it. Really? It's just it's coming May 17th. They might relaunch it, I guess. Oh, that's today. Okay. Yeah. They, they might have relaunched it. Okay, so we're gonna help with the relaunch. So so give give us an intro to it, and Juan's gonna play it for us. There you go. Boom. All right, coming May 17th. Okay. Alter. All right, introduce it. Tibby, here's the tree your trailer, you guys. <laughs> There's a thin veil between sanity and insanity. The mind is a fragile thing. Nature has given us ways to protect ourselves. And it walls, changing the meaning, losing all memory. What if the walls kept crashing down? What if you remember? Could you do what you needed to do to survive? Hello, police. Is that your vehicle out front? Can I ask why you're interested? A car matching that make and model was involved in an abduction. Hey. Sorry, I really gotta get home. There's a twenty dollar reward. My name and number's on this card. I didn't all come. I don't know what you think I did, but it wasn't me. It's your call. Please no. 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 <laughs> So it's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. <laughs> that that looks like a very intense film, which brings me to pedophilia. Well, it does say May. I don't know why, but it says May seventeenth on our on our end. I don't know if that means uh, to be Canada, but I, yeah, I just spoke with the with with the our coming May seventeenth. Is that U.S.? So okay. can you look it up on your end? Because I'm actually curious. Steve, Steve, you wrote about pedophilia, okay? 
I want Jimmy to say something that's really appalling about pedophilia. Yeah, listen to this. What do they call them now, Jim? Oh, have you seen that? They call it uh, MAPS, Minor Attracted Persons. What? I'm, yes. on, I'm on TikTok and they show, teachers, they show teachers teaching that it's okay for people to be attracted to children and, and we don't call them pedophiles anymore. We call them minor attracted persons. That's the woke crazy ass people. It's all crazy. over TikTok. No, I'm not kidding you. I almost No, isn't it appalling? You know that I got yeah. – I reported pedophilia posts on Facebook that were advertisements for it. I get stuff taken down from Facebook all the time. I put funny jokes and they take it yeah. down. And I, yeah. come, I reported it, and Facebook sent me a thing saying this, this, this post does not go against community standards. What? It was, sick. it was fucking sick. And I get stupid jokes taken down and all the time. But I, I'm feeling that we're starting to live in a communist society. I, I don't oh, yeah. think – I'm very upset about this bullshit about taking away freedom of speech and making bad good. Uh, so your film is really going to show – listen – I don't want to talk about it, but something, I, no, uh, your film, I can't, one day I'll. Your film is, is going to open some eyes possibly. When I, was I don't four, see it. When I go on the app, on the TV I was, app, I don't see when it. When I was four years I'll call, old. I'll look later when, when we get off When I show. was four oh. years old, when I was four years old, we lived, we, we lived in the projects in Brooklyn and I yep. was four years old and the janitor found me outside playing and took me down to the carriage room in the basement and tried to put his penis in my mouth. And I remember screaming, fighting, and running upstairs and telling my father. My father was a very connected man with the unions, if you get my, my drift. <laughs> and, and they made a mistake. So my father was Columbia Street. My father ran across the street to the Italian club where got Gotti's father hung out. You know, all these people. My father said what happened. And suddenly this man disappeared. So I've had to live with that all of my life. Uh, I asked my father once, did you have him killed? And my father said, no. I don't know if it's true or not, but pedophiles are the most vile human beings in the world. To get a child and to bring a child to a place that the child is terrified and uh, not understanding what's happening. I love your film. I'm going to watch it tonight and possibly yell, hooray. When you, yeah, punish, no, it's when you punish this fuck. I'm mean, going to actually just going to take this tribute because on our end too, it's saying uh, currently not available as well. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's weird because one second it was it was today because he did tell me there was um, it's still on there and it's going to be relaunched. But um, yeah, anyways, that's fine. So we'll do it. So we'll it's have a sub, it's a, wait, it's a subject matter. That everyone should see this film. It's that's it, that is absolutely no. Another friend of mine brought that to my attention about the plus plus, and that's uh, an area for I guess maybe for maps where people that are into that sort of thing uh, can be legitimized. And I'm, as, a, as, a, as a father myself, I would do if your dad wasn't involved, I would be involved. Absolutely. If it ever hurts my children or a child, and I see it. No way. I'm, I'm with you, and so is I, he. I will go to jail for that. I'll get canceled for that. Fuck that shit. He's got two kids. So. Yeah, no, if anyone ever coughed and raped my daughters, they wouldn't be alive 24 hours. Trust uh, me. It, it, you know, it is, it, enough's enough. People got to go, like, where's the line? You know, That's where right. Where's the line? When, you're, when you, a child is not a willing participant, if you want to do what you want to do with your body, do it. I don't give a fuck what you do. 
or who you do it with as long as they're willing. A child, if they're not, they're, they're not, they, even if they give consent and they they're not able to give consent, they're not That's giving, right. they're being groomed. Right. No. Yeah, That's I'm not about it at all. It's disgusting. Uh, all right. So then let's just, uh, everybody else is on Tubi and I'll, I'm going to have Tubi. Steve. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have Steve send me the uh, poster for it and we know it's available on Tubi. Yeah, yeah. We'll do, I'll let you know in the update. Well, yeah. uh, when I get the updates, I'll put it all out on my social media so everybody and like and knows. Steve, I'm really glad you made this movie. Thank you. I really am. I'm, I'm happy. I think this movie, for, for those of you out there that watch it, you will learn something that a pedophile is still a pedophile. Don't change the name. Don't try to sweet talk them and make them out to be nice people. They, are, well, they were abused as children. It's a fact that the, they say an abuser is an abuser. And I feel sorry for them. They're mentally ill. Anyone that gets a little girl of three or four and tries to penetrate oh, her has got to be executed, has got to be put to the gas chamber or whatever, because they're no, there's no reason for them to be in society. And I don't give a shit what you think out there. If you think that, <laughs> oh, they didn't mean to do it. Yeah, let them do it to you. No, there's nothing. There's, there's, you know, hurt, hurting a child, is, it's, you, you can't excuse it. There's no excuse. You got to stop at some point. And we're definitely not doing a good job of, of taking care of that problem. And whoever uh, uh, I, I was at QAnon that was all about, you know, going after pedophiles. Well, there's so many of them out there. There's a, there's a UFC fighter. I don't know if you noticed, but I got a UFC poster over here. But there was yes. a UFC heavyweight, Cain Velasquez, who went after a guy who molested I think it was his daughter or his niece. She's four years old. The guy was this guy was in his mid-30s. He was living at a house at a daycare uh, that his parents ran. Anyways, he was uh, uh, convicted of molesting her, raping her. So Kane was, you know, they let him go on bond or bail or something, uh, tracked him down on a freeway, pulled out his gun and shot at him. And Kane ended up in jail. So yeah. where where is the outcry from the group going, let's protect children? Yeah, there's no outcry. It's there's no outcry. Up. And you see and you see yeah. stories every day where you know there'll be 40, 50 kids in Ohio. They're, they're looking for one kid, they find 30, 40, 50 kids. Yeah. I'm on TikTok and I see I follow like a lot of political things on TikTok. That's how yeah. I found out about the you know the maps thing. And it's unbelievable, like to me, the stuff that goes on with what what they're okay. What with. upsets me the most now is that I hear on the news all of the young children who are coming in over the border that yeah. are being used as prostitutes, boy prostitutes, trafficking. trafficking which, yeah. oh, I think you and I are in a movie together, by the way. Am I allowed to say that? No, because I don't have. Oh, I'm not allowed to say that. I have several things I'm trying to you get and I, in. you and I will. Be I'm trying to get you in several projects that I've I've got people and, working. And on. If, you, if you accept this one project. You and I will be in it. By the way, the chat room. By the way, the chat rooms. Don in the chat room that you said hi to says that she thinks that you're the hottest guy that we've had on the show ever, and she's been like a fan for millions of years. And Lady Lake right. says way up there, way up there. So they're loving you. And right. I want to tell everybody, you guys, he's got another film on Tubi. Um, it's called. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 an old one. Yes, an old movie that he did a long time ago called The Haunting at Silver Falls yeah. is on Tubi. And um, I also see that one. And then he's got another film he's in the middle of finishing, right? Is that what you're saying? So let's, let's bring this guy in now. Okay. This is Saroosh. Hey, Saroosh, what's up? Hey, Ron, how you guys doing? Hey, hey, hey. Good. hey. How are you? 
hey, hey. Take the hood hey, off. Hey, hey he's too close. He's too close. Do you have hair? Do you have hair? You ball. Take your hat off. Show your beautiful head. You have really nice teeth too. I had no idea. I had no idea this was happening. Let him tell you. Guys, hang on. One day you may wish you had that hair, so enjoy it now that you have it. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. Listen, listen to what he's going to say. All right, tell us. I had no idea this was happening, so I came here unprepared, not knowing this was going on. So the hat and, and all that, I apologize. No, that's good. We like that. We like We're going to work on a second trailer. We're trying to finish this movie. It's called The Shrink of Flat and a Broken Key. This one's about serial killers and hypocrisy. Oh shit! You sent me something called. It says warm trailer. Is that the same thing? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Oh uh, wait, what? What's the name of the movie though? The Shrink, a Flat and a Broken Key. Okay. What is it? I, I, th I thought it was called Warm because it said Warm Trailer, so I thought the movie was for. And I was like trying to find it. So oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's just it's it, we're we're we we just um we're in the process. We just finished uh, color correction, and we have a TV version. We have a director's version. We've got one. The trailer I sent you guys is one version of it. You know, depending on how you look at it, I, I can I can make it a little bit more genre specific. Yes. As a thriller, and, and who's this young guy? Sorry, who's this young fella? Who? So he's the editor, or who? Uh, well, we uh, okay on Alter. He was my editor. Okay, we did pretty much all the posts together. Uh, and uh, and then on this one, we he also uh, operated camera and edited and all the other stuff involved in in post. Okay, so let me tell Juan. So Juan, you're gonna play the thing that I sent you that says warm trailer, but Steve's gonna reintroduce it and say, I'm Steve Basic, and this is the trailer for the film I'm working on called, and okay, then you play it. it. Okay, okay. 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 Right. okay, here we go. Hey Juan, this is Steve Basic. Please play the trailer for a shrink, a flat, <laughs> and a broken key. And if you feel warm doing it, yay. <laughs> Like tell us what tell us a little bit about the film since I don't know that because much about the, that the one. The trailer oh, yeah. doesn't so much. I'm not nuts about your trailer. 
it could have been a little more informative. It's just too many still well, shots. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, this, this specifically, I just, I, it was, it was my first dabble into a trailer because trailers are difficult to do. With you don't want to give away too much, but you want to give away something, or you want to entice people to want to go. Oh, well, okay, that's not enough. I got to see more. So that's so what. I was, us, that's what I was, I was trying to give you. I was trying to give you a little bit of a taste. That's all. That's just a teaser too, right? That's not the official trailer because you're just working on it. No, no, that's 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 a version of it at this moment. But yes. we 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 were more working on completing the movie, and then uh, I started dabbling with that. There's there's going to be a little bit more information. A, tra a, tra a trailer should be. That's like a minute twenty, and we're gonna we're gonna fluff it out a little bit. So it's a trailer. A trailer. A trailer has yeah. got to tell the audience whether they want to see it or not. That trailer, I don't know if I want to see it or not. You didn't give me a reason to watch it. Make it have a reason, and it's a good. I mean, it's shot beautifully. I wanted to ask you the same photographer that you use in that. Did you use in the other? Because I like that photographer. He does good work. You have good well, photographers. I, I, no, I pre-lit everything, and then we used nature, and then we did color correction. So that one isn't even. That was even. That was just done on my. That particular trailer was done. On a, on a very simple editing program that I use for auditions. And then Sarushi's gonna work, we're working on proper color correction, proper sound. That was just something I did on my on my laptop and I'm not an editor, I just- Yeah, the trailer was shot well. Yeah. Everything is shot beautifully. I'm saying the trailer- gonna, Yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna get flushed out a little bit more. Need a, um, reason, need a reason why to watch. So tell us this kind of like a two lines. Do you like your other film, that trailer? I wanna watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we're we're, we're like, want to watch that. That was, that was what Rush thought we were working on today. Was we, I, I want to do about two or three different versions, but in another version, it's this one with it's it's got a bit more story dialogue. It leads yeah. you to that part. So I know that it's not. It's definitely not a uh, a complete. Well, I'm not. Being, I'm not being critical. I'm being a buddy. I'm telling you this out of my. Uh, I mean, the business sixty four years. I've seen a million trailers, and I know the trailers that hook and that don't. A trailer. If a, if a trailer doesn't oh, yeah. grab you, we got, first. got that. I want to know what. So, what's like a synopsis? Like, I knew what the synopsis of Alter is. There a synopsis already written for this one? Like, what is? Yeah, what's this movie about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have one. Basically, uh, my character uh, has car trouble, and uh, he is trying to change his tire. Uh, the key fob breaks. C battery's no good. So he's he's somewhere in the middle middle of nowhere. He's a criminal. Psychologist going to a penitentiary dealing with a, a suicide, and uh, he backtracks, goes to a farmhouse to get a crowbar, see about it, get some help, and uh, ends up in the wrong place. Uh, he this is a place where the young fledgling serial killer, and uh, he suspects that my character is a cop. He drugs him, puts him into this kill shed where he where he, where he kills the girls. It gets a little more complicated because um, his mother is also involved. So it's the first time we've kind of seen that sort of aspects. It hints upon quite a bit of a potential abuse. There's a lot of twists and turns. Uh, I manage uh, to escape and then get caught and then negotiate that I will teach him how to be the most prolific serial killer if he keeps me alive. I'm just trying to get back to you. I'm just trying to get back to you. So it's a more, there's a lot of moral issues. Good, cool. cool story. Like he's a, and he's a product of a rape. The the, the uh, okay. This, this this is a movie worth seeing. Yeah. So now we want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, see, now, now I want to see it. So, yeah. so did you write that? We have two minutes. Did you write this one also? Yes. Well, we wrote it. I wrote with a different writer than the first one, and then 
Uh, based on the actors that I got and the uh, locations, I had to rewrite. I had to do a major rewrite to for it to fit into that locale. So, I, you know, that's the thing. I'll adapt to what I have. And uh, if I hadn't gotten that actor who you saw pushing the wheelbarrow, uh, Jonah, I, I probably wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was, it was key for him to be there because it's a bit of a risk. You know, we've got small team, timing, location, very yeah. low, like not, not, you know, money's, yeah. Listen, <laughs> it, not, seen, not to mention the amount of energy it's required. Right. We have seen a lot of your work, and I want to tell you, you're a fine actor. I, I like how you handle yourself. You 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 have stage screen presence. I would be very pleased pleased to work with you in the film he's thinking of. I think I'd, I'd be happy to work with you. I could get out of you what I know you give. A lot of actors I've worked with, they give shit. It's all about them. Yeah. But I think working with you, there's a good. Um, so hang on, because we, we've only. I got think like you're a, a generous actor. I think we only mm-hmm. have. Oh, he's definitely is. He's also. And you're a good actor. Anybody look? Anybody who's watching, who's a producer, who needs people like people to help on set, like acting coaches and stuff. He also like because he's a genius. He knows how to do, it, and he's been in the business forever. And uh, he, he's very, very good at basically like everything. We just did. Uh, I was, I was, I was wondering. I was going to try to talk about it, but I just started another wheel of a, a Hallmark series, another murder mystery, and they're actually going in a really cool direction. You know, the last couple of projects I've been involved with them, uh, you get to be a little bit more authentic with your emotions. It isn't all just sunshine and roses. They're getting a little bit more inclusive, a little bit more dramatic. And we just did a a reboot of a different series. And, uh, you know, they said uh, we want we want something a little bit gritty, a little bit funny. And they allowed me to sort of play. And so within that, I said, well, here's what we got in the script. Well, how can we make this between me and this character? Let's see this. Let's see the history. Or is it new? Is it old? Let's make it funny. Let's change it. Let's change the dynamics. And so, yeah, to that extent, I'm uh, creatively. I love the challenge of taking something and making it better, but not just. It's not just about me. It's about the whole. Yeah, thing. It's a whole. It's also a script, doctor. You guys. Yeah, but you need you need <laughs> some. Listen, every you we need gotta a, go. You need a chief. Where you gotta go? Where are you going? Yeah, we're out of time. We all and listen. We're a minute over. Wait, Steve, we're gonna bring you back because you're fun. Like Steve, we have a good time Steve, with you. What I said about your trailer was constructive criticism. I never meant to hurt your feelings. I just don't oh, lie. Yeah. My, I can't lie to my audience. I never did. And I want to see that film. I'm sure it's going to be a really good film. So you guys check out as soon as as soon as the movie Alter is on Tubi for sure. We'll know, and I'll start promoting it on social media. Check I mean, out. I'm wanting it. Silver Falls, and this movie will be coming out. Yeah, Silver Falls, the first one. And it was nice to meet you. Good seeing you, Stephen. (laughs) All right, you guys. Very good-looking man. Thanks. Talks too much. Well, Uh, I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later, Steve. Thanks. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye, Steve. Thanks, everybody. We gotta go. All right, yes. That's the best. That's the best. Thanks, Steve. Talk to you later, Jimmy. Bye. Goodbye. Can try not to be so wrong. Yeah, we 
in the mix, yeah we in the mix, it's another episode, here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities, make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly, Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool, Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude, chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, come watch it live on W4CY Radio, miss some past episodes, download on iTunes, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, it's the Jimmy Star Show. We're on Russell.